0: Good morning, friends. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I want to tackle the things that we hold on to that we need to let go. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. If you feel depleted and at times overwhelmed searching for more, if you want to reclaim your voice, peace, and power, this show is for you. I'm Evelyn Glick. I love fashion, interior design, and spicy foods. I'm obsessed with personal development and human behavior. Here, I'll be discussing mindset, relationships, lifestyle, and so much more. I believe to live an empowered life, we must crush those limiting beliefs holding us back from stepping into our fabulousness because playing small doesn't serve anyone. As I look around in my house, I do realize it's so easy to accumulate more than we need or want. The closets can get overstuffed. The kids' toys out of hand, the books, magazines, etc. I decided to simplify my life. I've said that in the past that I'm not a minimalist. That hasn't changed. I don't think it ever will. However, there's a huge difference in one extreme to the other. You're not a hoarder because you have a lot of things. I beg you not to be hard on yourself or be judgmental or feel shame. This is not the purpose of this podcast. This is about making our homes the place that nurtures us. If you know in your heart the overabundance of stuff is overwhelming you, it's time to make changes. I had to take a good look at my habits because I love having a a space that is clean and organized and beautiful. But my goodness, did I have an overabundance of stuff. I needed to stop shopping. There, it's out. I have way too many pillows, towels, t-shirts, jeans, etc. I mean, I needed to take a good look at why I had all these things. The reason behind purchasing more, even when some things were left in tags. Have you come across that? An item or two with tags in your closet? Ouch. It was, for me, I think, a lack mentality. What if I needed blank, whatever, and I didn't have money to buy it? Let me purchase this now while I'm here in the store or when there's a big sale, even if I don't need it. I needed to really look at my shopping habits. I believe for me, as I said before, it has to be with the concern that I possibly couldn't afford something when I needed it in the future. I bet it comes from not having a lot of money growing up. It can be a lot more complex than that, but for me, I think it stems from there. And how about the idea that the more we have, the more we're worth. Ouch. That hits home as I say it. It feels so good when I donate. I clean out my closets, not just to help others, of course, but also it gives me the gift of space. There's a different energy when we clean out the excess, a lightness that's indescribable. Room to breathe, to keep and enjoy what's really used and valuable to us. I urge you to surround yourself with all the things that fill you up. If it's weighing you down, let it go. It can be very hard, of course, when there's memories, feelings, and attachments that play a role, but only keep what you love both on your body and in your space. It may take a while, especially if you haven't tackled this in many years, but hey, no worries. The first step is the awareness and the desire that things need to be different. My suggestion is take one task at a time, one room at a time, or even one closet. Cut it back into small, doable portions. It's the only way I can keep my home organized, and I do love an organized home. So, for me, I needed to figure out ways and create habits that weren't too hard or time consuming to keep the abundance of things I have looking beautiful and organized. So, I needed to edit and donate. Please listen to episode 33 on decluttering. I share simple, doable habits there. There's also the opposite scenario. The person holding on to that sofa or that table handed down from years ago because they couldn't afford to buy it then. If you have a hard time purchasing that new couch or desk because, hey, the one I own doesn't look so bad, or getting rid of those shoes until they're falling apart, let's dig into that, the why behind those behaviors. Let's be honest and kind about the real reasons. Keep asking yourself, Why do I feel guilty about purchasing a new item, unless it's super cheap? Sometimes we don't realize how little we are willing to spend on ourselves. I don't mean to confuse you here. It's not about overspending and buying mindlessly. I'm suggesting if you really want something, and you have cleaned out, organized, and made an assessment of what you really need, and you have room for it, and you've donated, are you not okay or happy? investing in what you really want? And my rule for that is that if it's an intentional and not a spur-of-the-moment purchase, it must be something that you will use, wear, and enjoy a lot. That which will give you pleasure. If this item will bring you joy, then go for it. And if it's bringing you guilt, like it used to for me, then let's take time to dissect it. Let's dig into that a little more. What are the thoughts and judgments behind that? Are we giving ourselves a certain price tag for our pleasure? Is there a limit to our worthiness? Are we operating again from a lack mentality? Because it shows up here too. Let's be clear. It's not about mindless shopping to fill emotional voids or and absolutely not getting into debt. It's about the person who can absolutely afford that vacation but couldn't possibly dream of going. Or someone who knows they need to hire perhaps an assistant for their business because their business is thriving and they can't afford it, but refuses to. Or in small ways, maybe, the person that really wants that delicious organic protein green smoothie, but absolutely refuses to spend the $12 on it. What is behind holding on so tightly to whatever it is, in this case, money? Is treating yourself a pleasure or does it cost you guilt? Be honest about that. What truly matters Does it bring you joy, pleasure, ease, and flow in, in your life? Is it enhancing your life? Are you missing it? I urge you to see it almost therapeutic. That's what I do. Continue to be curious. Notice what you have been holding on to or what you've been depriving yourself of. Ask yourself again and again, does this serve me? Is this for my greater good? That awareness is the beginning of a change in thoughts which can change patterns. It takes practice and patience, but more importantly, a desire to do things differently. Nurture your body, home, and soul, and always surround yourself with what lifts you up and supports you. And I leave you, friends, with these three questions. What are you holding on to that isn't serving you? What thoughts about those things need to change? And what new habits or behaviors need to be implemented? Thank you so much for listening. That's all for today. Please don't forget to rate and subscribe. That's how podcasting works. If you enjoyed it, it's time to let me know. And remember to live the fullest expression of who you are, because playing small doesn't serve anyone.